Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Blue Shirt Underground Radio. It is Wednesday, December 4th. Good evening, Eddie. How are you, sir? Oh, my. I'm doing very well this evening, my friend. Very well. I'm glad to be here with you. Glad to hear it. Freshly back from the Mega Death concert last night. Glad to hear you enjoyed yourself. Yes. yes. It's funny, my, my wife also went with me, which I think a lot of people find unusual. But it, it was funny because, like, the guys that were there with me were like, you're not really a metalhead, saying to my wife. My wife's like, this is my third time seeing them, which was more than what they had seen them. So it's good to be married to a woman that is uh, still young at heart. So a lot right. of her coworkers were like, oh, my son went to that concert. I was there. So, I think if you have two kids or well, I think where you where you're standing with one kids one kid or less, you can have a life. Like once you get to two kids, it's all over. Right. I I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong about that. But uh, since I have no kids, hey hey hey. <laughs> no, I think there's uh, there's some merit in what you say. Everything changes once you get. To two or more. Well, well, you do have two kids, but you know what I mean. Right, right. No, I, I got what you, I get where you're going. So, can I start the show with a question? Sure, go ahead. Question. All right. Here's my question. Is this a rhetorical question, or is this a question to us and me and them? It's a question to the world, the the New York Ranger world at large. <laughs> Any of you that are listening to this show tomorrow morning on the podcast, which millions of you do, I know you you have lots of choices out there for hockey podcasts, but you know which one is the best. When you're in your car listening, I want you to answer this question aloud, even if no one's in the car with you. If the 8-11 goaltender is worth $8 million a year for seven years, what's the 6-2 and two goaltender worth? Oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> you just are not going to give this up. Are you playing heel? Are you serious? What is going on, brother? I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm looking at the numbers in front of me here. What, yeah. What's, I mean, uh, you know, I, there's not many gold, I, sub-500 goaltenders that get a $47 trillion contract. They gave this guy A-Rod money, for God's sakes. We're paying him until the year. Bobby Bonilla's contract is shorter than this guy's. Why does he go here constantly? Henrik is struggling. By his own admission, he said, no, stop now. (laughs) He said that he has... Amnesty buyout. Ah, oh, now nah, you're really going crazy. 
uh, Hank has been struggling by his own admission. Uh, so he, uh, you know, he knows, it, he says it's not a physical thing. This is what he said, uh, you know, that uh, he's been battling it, not really mentally, but he's been kind of ahead on himself physically on the play and not reacting, kind of anticipating too much. So, uh, and he also said, you know, his numbers, you know, if you take out that first week of, Disgusta Mundo, he's been pretty good. So, I don't know. So, what did you think about this uh, whole thing? I mean, obviously, you're joking about it, but what do you think? I'm fine with it. He got his money. He better... He better turn it around, though. Whatever was in his head, where you know he's feeling, he's feeling wishy-washy. It all ends now. You put your, you put your Swedish John Hancock, you put your John Yundenfrunden on, on the dotted line. Get to work. Get to work and go out and play your backup like you're supposed to. Best five hundred thousand dollars the Rangers ever spent was on Camp Talbot. That's for sure. Wow. I, like it. wow. No, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting what Vino's what, what Vino said yesterday to the media after after Larry Brooks wrote a whole column about how you know because Cam Talbot had the nerve to lose a game you know Larry Brooks wrote this whole article how the Rangers need to ride the king and need to get him in the, he needs to play more and he needs to develop his rhythm and blah, blah, blah. and Elaine Vino basically said he's played enough he should be in his rhythm by now take that Larry exactly fuck you Larry. You, Larry was waiting. He had that article on the back burner for the last two weeks, right. waiting for Cam Talbot to fail. Right. Who him, you him, Larry? You him and seventy-five percent of the fan base were just waiting to pounce, waiting for yeah, the great. They couldn't camp. wait for a range of goaltender to lose. Waiting for the That's great the real team to lose one. Oh, Cam Talbot on back-to-back nights. Oh, I told you, fuck you, Vino. It's worth a bear. You put a goalie in that gives Why don't we get to blame the defense when Cam Talbot loses a game? Well, you could. Could have blamed Michael Delzato with that minus three last night. Really bulking up that trade value there, Zotto. <laughs> Delzato to go, you oh. got to Oh, I got to do it tomorrow. I got to do it tomorrow. I got to do it tomorrow. I will get on that, Toronto. <laughs> you scared of the Cambino. <laughs> anyway, Henrik got paid. I'm very happy. I look forward I to many more eight now. seeds and first Nine round next. exits. And <laughs> Listen, if uh, Pe- Pecorini ain't going to see any Stanley Cups, two carats, probably. Oh, speaking of the Bruins, can I go all the way back to that Bruin game? Go ahead. Let me tell go you ahead. something. Get the clip ready, because I'm going off now. Wait, You people know. out there. Which, which clip? I don't know which one. Oh, that oh, one. This one. Oh, we're not as good as Boston. Do I have to go through this every year with you nitwits? They beat us up. They beat us up. We're the softest team in the NHL. We need a guy like Lucic. What's wrong? They don't stick up for each other. They didn't stick up for each other on the torts. They didn't stick each other up for ready. And they're not going to stick up under Vino because they don't have that kind of team, you doom cops. They're a speed team. They don't have the guys. And if you want to blame the guys that could step in, blame Uncle Magoo over there. He hasn't been able to add bottom six guys since he took over this team. He has bottom six guys, but they play on the first and second line usually. He has unable to get the Ryan Kesslers of the world, the Brandon Sods of the world, all these role players, 
the, the Cam Barkers, the Bob Barkers, whatever. He's brought goon after goon in here who has failed. Whether it be the late uh, uh, late uh, uh, Darren Bugard there, whatever his name was, uh, Derek Bugard, whether it be Donald Bunstow, whether it be uh, John uh, Scott Towles, none of these guys panned out. So I don't want to hear about the, they got railroaded by a tougher team. We've got to get tough like Boston. Yeah, well, if it worked so well for Boston, how come they got housed by Detroit the game before? Detroit's got a bunch of Swedish fags on that team. So I don't want to hear it anymore. There is no other Milan Lucic. You're just not going to get them. They have a tough, grinding team. And the Rangers have gone organizational-wide speed. That's it. You could threaten with me with, me, with the Machintas, with the, the Haleys, and this and that. They've got to develop these guys and bring them up or obtain them. Since the organization's got all speed, where is Sather on this? They don't have the players to do this. I don't want to hear the Rangers have no balls. Of course they have no balls. They're all skilled players. And the guys who are not skilled players, they have no balls. Like Brian Boyle, who completely useless. I mean, did you see that fight, Jim? It was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. He looked like, he looked like a baby. He looked like a baby giraffe, fresh out of the womb. Yeah. Like he looks just like that Bambi gif that Justin always posts. Bambi on the ice with the legs kicking out underneath it. Nobody's I mean, good on face-off, Sam. You know what? You can get a guy at 55%, per, uh, 55% is better than that goof. He's part of the old regime. He's got to go. Pisces been a healthy scratch lately. He's got to go. That's part of the old team. Those guys just got to go. It's over. I know people get emotionally attached to these guys, but you can't have two goals. I've said this. You can't have two goals. You can't have one goal. That Pouillot, Gonzo, he doesn't belong on a team. What is he doing? I got a feeling Ailey's just keeping him on a team because he's French-Canadian. Oh, I claim there's bias. Uh-oh. I know he picked up a, a glorious assist yesterday, but that guy stinks. Sorry, baby. <laughs> he stinks. They can't bring up anybody other than him. Ugh. But stop. Just start with, with this with this softest team in the league. Shut up. <laughs> sure we're soft. The guys who we brought up to the, the, the we we drafted McElrath and he's like struggling. We could have that guy in defense that'll fight at the, a dime on a, you know, on a dime. Now we got Justin Falk. Which that brings me to a whole new thing. What is he doing with these defensemen? You cannot tell me John Moore is worse than Delzato and Falk. It's not possible. I don't know who he's watching. I mean, Falk is okay. And he's a little bit more edgy, but he's not like, uh, not like he's winning a lot of fights either. Have we won a fight this year? We get our ass handed every fight. I mean, I know Dorset's taking on, you know, guys, you know. It's like Davy and Goliath every time he fights. First is Goliath. Hi, Davy. Okay. I'm going to fight him, Davy. I, I, I actually think Falk has played pretty well. As, <laughs> but it was funny. I don't know if Micheletti meant it to be funny or not, but he said uh, during the – I think it was during the Jets game, he said – Falk has been pretty good as long as he doesn't try to do anything offensively. I don't know if he was trying to be funny. Yeah, well, no, I don't think he was trying to be funny. I think he was serious. 
you know, it's, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's, again, and it's puzzling because the Rangers, I, I, you watch them, you watch them against Vancouver, hey, and they shoved it up Torsi's ass. Oh, that was beautiful. Beautiful. How beautiful was that? Oh. Chris Kreider, are you kidding me? I said that when, as the game was over, you know, when he scored his second goal in a game, the game was still close. I guess it was that made. I think that made it two nothing. And I said if the Rain, I made a comment that if the Rangers had the game at hand with a minute left, Chris Kreider should do a, a Ned Braden in front of the Canucks bench. <laughs> uh, what an idiot! You see him yelling at Edler. Yeah, at Edler. Yeah, oh, that was that was. Good, just like old times, screaming at a defenseman in front of eighteen thousand strong. In the new, the new, <clears throat> in the newly transformed Madison Square Garden, but the untransformed head coach. I swear, you should try to trade for Edler. I think he makes a lot of money, though. You know, we we got no money left on this team now. Yeah, we broke the bank. Yeah, get Hank. Somebody, to get Hank. somebody needed to supplement his, uh, his shampoo income, and boom, we're at a cashish. Yeah, well, hope that hope that cap goes up. <laughs> MDC is the Ed Woodson of the Rangers. I don't know about that. Ed Woodson, I remember he he was like so vilified. I mean, that guy could even take the mound. They were booing him. Well, once that Pouliot salary comes off the books, oh. you know. Meanwhile, the, the galloping ginger, seventeen points in nineteen games with the Wolfpack. Get out of here! I don't know what we're waiting on for Danny for the Danny Cristo. Bring him up! What does Pouliot do? He looks like Zach Budnick. You trying to say my wife is in love with Zach Budnick? Because your wife's in love with Danny Cristo? Oh, Zach, uh, they meant Pouliot. No, no, I'm talking about Danny Cristo. I'm saying, oh, bench Pouliot, like let's bring up the galloping ginger. I, I do, let's bring Cristo. Let's see what he is. I've seen enough of Pouliot. Oh, That's for I don't sure. want it. You know, Steve, no, I don't want to hear he's no good on defense. What the hell is what the hell is Pouliot doing, Steven? Is he Mr. Back Check? <laughs> he's supposed to be providing offense, Pouliot. He's not doing it. Just offensive. Let him learn penalties. on the job. <laughs> God. You guys are afraid. Scouts. Everybody's a scout now. The chat room full of Jess Rubenstein. Who's the Selkie winner? Pouliot? Not a chance. Not a chance. Maybe the El- maybe the Elkie Summer Trophy. Elkie Summer winner. <laughs> you old people will know what the hell who Elkie Summer was. <laughs> so uh, we, we got enough people in the chat room right now that don't know who she is. That's true. Patty Duke's here. She's got to know. So, uh, I'm very frustrated with the team, Jim. Just when I think we're over the hump, we get a big win, they punch us right in the gut. Well, let let me ask you this. We are now 28 games into this season. Are to, is 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 this? Do you do you think this is what this team is? Is this team underachieving, overachieving, or is this who they are? Are they just a 500 team that's going to float along, tread water, and probably miss the playoffs? They're not getting into they'll the make playoffs. They'll make the playoffs. Well, I think they'll make the playoffs mostly because the division stinks. <clears throat> Division but stinks, but, but hold on. The division stinks, but Columbus, Philly, Carolina, and the Devils are all within a, within three points of them. 
So you, maybe the division stinks, but maybe they stink too. Yeah. Well, you got to put it, you got to put into account the bad start. And I think the Rangers are a 500 team with the team the way it's consisted now. Unless, you know, we get, Henrik gets back to what he is. Mm. And I still think they're kind of figuring it out. Like, I know that sounds stupid, but I guess Nash has been back for three or four games now. They should know what's going on here. But I still feel like we're using parts from the old team. And again, a lot of Ranger fans are upset about this, and, and rightfully so, that we really didn't add much to the team. We're basically playing with the same team as last year. Uh, there are a lot of good things I like about the team, I, and there are a lot of bad things. Not of bad things, but kind of uh, enigmatic things. Last, last night's loss to Winnipeg. I mean, they're like 9-1 and one would they have to score the first goal, and they got, they got killed in the third. I mean, they got dominant. I mean, they gave up three goals in the third period. They don't usually do that. They don't have really bad third periods. They don't have a bad second period. Of, went through a phase a couple of years ago with a opening period. They were always down. But uh, they, they seem to lose it a little bit. And uh, I also, I'm very unhappy with this John Moore stuff. And listen, I was one of the guys that saying, no, you know, I'm going to keep my eye on him, but uh, I I think him uh, a fourth line pairing uh, with him and Del oh not Delzato well either one the fourth line pairing is more it, it's better than with uh, the other guys in there I, I think he should be the sixth defenseman uh, I thought Mark Stahl's been struggling a little bit lately I watched him and I I. I, and on the other hand, I think Anton Stroman has been really good. He's been yep. really good this year. Um, he's probably been their most consistent guy, other than McDonough. who got off to a little rough start, and Girardi got off to a little rough start. But uh, I don't know. Last night's loss was to Winnipeg. I thought Winnipeg played a great road game. They had they really coached well, and I'll, it's no excuse. The Rangers got a win at home. That's been a little bit of a challenge. Very good on the road. I don't know. I just don't have a real feel for the team. I like the offense. I like the opportunities. Uh, Kreider's playing well. You know, they've got the speed with Haglin. They've got the uh, they're strong up the middle. Um, I don't know. I don't think the identity is really there yet. I mean, I know, they're, you know, I said a speed team, but... They, they, you know, they've got to pick it up with this homestand coming up. They really do. They have to, uh, they have to establish themselves. And they got to get a winning streak going. They, they got to go on like a seven-game winning streak to make up for that bad start. And they haven't been able to do that all year. You know, so that's going to be key. You know, and they should have beaten Winnipeg. I mean, uh, you know. But, you know, with all the great players they have, according to uh, Sam and, and, and Micheletti. Oh, boy. Ooh, Tobias Enstrom must have something wrong with his foot. <laughs> just flipped the puck. <laughs> the Jets' first power play. Or, was, it, was it during the power play? I think it was during the power play. Sam and Joe spent the first minute of the power play diagnosing what's wrong with the Jets' power play. Oh, you know, Sam, they got this one and they got that one. and You know, they should be able to put this one out here at the point and blah, 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 going on and on. And, oh, yeah, the Rangers have been really good on penalty kills. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, they're 12th in the league in penalty kills. <laughs> oh. I mean, it, it, like 12th or 8th, I forgot. They, they moved up eighth. quite a bit. Yeah, no, eighth. I think it was, they were 5th or 8th, I thought. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Special teams has been good. Looking it up right now. 
I'm on Give, it. Timmy, give me the what's the penalty uh, power play at? The penalty kill is ninth in the league at 86%. The power play is where are they? Actually, I'm, hold on. Let me look at that again. I think I looked at the wrong number again. Justin's reporting 12th ranked power play, 5th penalty kill. 5th, yeah, 5th in penalty kill is correct. 12th Nothing wrong with that. Play, I'll take it. Yeah, compared to last year? Actually, I see 14th in power play. Well, we lost two ranks. Fourth, they're fourth in the league. Fourth in the league on the road, on the power play. Figure that out. It's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, so I, I got no gripes with that. I like the fact that they have a lot of coaches. I really do. I, the Rangers should have done this years ago. I mean, they have the money to pay coaches up the wazoo. You could have forty-one coaches. Right. And I like that they have Samuelson for the D. And I wonder if Samuelson's got input with AV about who's going in on defense because I, I want to talk to Alfie. John Moore <laughs> should be playing. So yeah, and you're right. MDZ's doing no, uh, no do nothing for his trade value. I thought I, uh, I thought Alfie makes the defensive line changes. I could be wrong about that. Does anybody know that? Because this is a whole new system. It's going to take us a while. We need all the ears and eyes on the ground. But I wonder if he makes the call on who is going to be in and out. Almost like a defensive coordinator. Well, I don't know if defensive coordinator would be. And Arneal's been doing okay. He hasn't gotten it. I think Zuccarello's looked okay. I'm trying to think of, like, who do I think is playing badly? It's the same three, four guys we keep saying. What do you think about Broussard? Well, that pass he made the other night was horrific, but I, I... He's been okay. He's been okay. Struggled he for a, a while, but I, I thought he, I thought his game had gotten better. Um... Uh, he has not looked as good as he did post trade. You know, that right? Is, and a lot of weeks Ranger the... fans were amping him up. <clears throat> a lot of Ranger fans are expecting a lot of big things from him this year. I was saying, nah, 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 uh, nah, nah. Hasn't happened yet. That's for sure. He's looked okay. Uh, so. I don't know. It, it's just frustrating. I, I just, I feel like the team has really hit a stride. They look, they play these tough teams very well. They, they actually dominate. You look at some of these games. I mean, they played Pittsburgh early in the season. They blew, the, they blew the doors off them. They played Vancouver. It was, a, it was a pretty good team. Blew the doors off them. You know, a couple times this year. Even early, earlier in the season when they played the Kings the first time. So you look good against them. I'm like, wow, this team is really then, – then they'll just, you know, they'll screw the pooch the next game against a lesser team. So I don't know what's up about that. So. Yeah, they seem to take a – they take two steps forward, and then they take a step back. I definitely think they need to get – you know, during the season, you go through, you know, ebbs and flows, and you bring guys in for a certain period of time. And with Tortorella, you never saw that because he was so steadfast in keeping all his players every night, playing them to death, the same guys. Girardi, 30 minutes. McDonough, 30 minutes. Nobody ever could be brought up. Nobody could ever crack the line. No one was a healthy scratch, no matter how many games. And I think AV needs to do that. I need, you, you bring up a guy, you know, whether it's Oscar Lindbergh or anybody, just to get – send Pooley up down. Maybe he gets it back, whatever. You've got to try new things because it's not working. I don't see a positive to this guy's game. Well, now, I understand – go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish your thought. 
No, no, no. You, you go. I'm done. Well, I, I was just going to say that judging from his comments the last few days, I think I think his patience is wearing thin from the lack of productivity he's getting from some players. I think we're going to see some changes soon. Whether or not that means Danny the galloping gingers coming up from Hartford, I don't know. But Well, know. the Frisco kid was a friend of mine, and I think A.V. has shown that he is like that, you know, especially with the move, you know, we've been talking about with, with Moore, uh, that he is going to switch it up. He's not going to just keep the same guys in there because he likes yelling at the same six guys. He doesn't want to be bothered you know, memorizing anybody else's name. Right. He seems to be, you know, jockeying people in and out of there. Uh, I just wish it was it was more even evenly handed with the forwards. I mean, what does it cost you to bring up a guy and, and bench another guy? Come on. This is not, uh, you know, can't hurt. So, but uh, that's... I think that's all the rants I had. I, I told Jim before the show, I had a couple of rants. Well, I had the rants about the Bruins. Every t- We play the Bruins every time this happens. First of all, it's always a one-goal game. Usually we lose it. But you can bank on it. The Bruin game, Ranger game, is a one-goal game every time. And the Rangers got out to a good start in that game. Well, they have 2-1 after 1. They looked pretty good. Yeah. But then things got crazy. They got silly, and then we lost. You know, but you know, a lot of these older fans they want to go right back to, and like, like Frankie, he wants us to bring every tough guy that ever was invented up. It's right. not gonna work in this today's NHL. It, it's not the way this game is now. You you've got to have skilled players, but you also have to garnish that team with guys who can score, skate hit, and the Rangers have not done that. They don't have the personnel to do that, and that rests on the GM. The coach can only put the guys that are out there. That's my – I'm off my soapbox with that. All right. Great job by the NHL uh, that the Rangers only played the Bruins three times in a regular season, by the way. It's not a rivalry or anything. No, no, no. I look forward to Boston games. They're always great yeah. games. It's always a good atmosphere. I think the atmosphere is better when it's in Boston because there is no atmosphere at MSG anymore. But uh, I'm, I'm going. By the way, are you? I, I haven't mentioned this. Thing. Yes, the new uh, the great Mario Morgado. The great Mario Morgado has invited me to be his guest. On December 10th, Rangers, I don't know who. I just said yes. So I will be visiting the world's most quietest arena until we're losing. How come there's no let's go Ranger chance until after the other team takes the lead? I don't get it. Can't we cheer for the Rangers? Can't we say let's go Rangers when they're winning, when they're, they're, not, when they're tied, or it's 0-0? Zero, zero? Just a corporate dead zone. Oh, DB Maven's also going to be there. I don't think the the place will be able to handle me, DB, and Mario. They are playing Nashville that evening. Smashville, Joe Catroni's team. Yeah. Yeah. Should be good. You know, this this nine-game stretch, these first five games... Buffalo, the Devils, Washington, win, win. Nashville, and Columbus. They gotta Come get on, least, they got to get at least four of them. At least. Got to. Those are the bottom three, except for Washington. Washington's the only halfway, halfway decent team in that list. If they lose to the Devils on Saturday, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out of my mind. They can't lose three in a row to those morons. Sam, Eric, Jelena. What a story. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Well, thank God. So I thank Mario for uh, letting me be his guest. And D.B. Maven, the only thing is, you know, 
The only thing I hate about you living in Arizona is you don't live here. But, oh, what fun <laughs> we have. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great yogiism right there. That's right. <laughs> the thing that sucks about you living in Arizona is you don't live here. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> but if anybody else is going to the game, we'll probably be at, uh, what's that, uh, that great joint day? Cafe 31, whatever that is. I'm going to go hang out with Katsi. Mm, Katsi, uh, talk about head hits. How soft the ranges are. How his dog killed a mouse. I believe they're on the air right now, too. <laughs> God. Ranges are too soft. Get over it. 1988 is over. All right, you ready to go to the phones? Yeah, I want to hear what everybody's got to say. Hi, right, Stan. Good evening. How you doing? Good evening, Stan. Doing very well. Good to hear. Good. Yeah. Uh, a couple of How points. How was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was fine. Good. Right. Uh, couple now, of points. Yeah. Now, we talked about this before. I see a couple of problems. Uh, the one thing is, again, the, the bottom six guys don't score. Do you realize that Ryan McDonough has more goals than Boyle, uh, Pyatt, Pouliot, Dorsett, and Dominic Moore combined? And Dorsett's got two, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Those five guys <laughs> have five are... goals, and McDonough has six. <laughs> and this goes back to last year. Right, and, and you, you just exactly need, right. you need more scoring from the bottom, and they get they don't only really score they only get like chances, and that's the big problem because if you don't get you know Nash and Kreider and uh, some of the other guys scoring then that's it and you know they need more than you know one or two goals a game, and this yeah, is a problem figuring... that's unsolvable. The only guy right now in Hartford who might be able to score is Christo. The other guys need, you know, Miller and Fast and Lindbergh. They probably have to spend a year there. So unless they make a trade, there's not much they can do. Yeah. They're kind of stuck because the GM has been unable to add these type of players since he's been here. And to me, and, uh, go ahead. No, I, w- I wanted to say the only guy out of those guys that I think has been playing a little bit better lately is Dominic Moore. Yeah, he's a nice player, but he has no points. Right. He's the same player as Darrell Powell. So why'd they bring him in here? <laughs> I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Now, one There's of the no things, way... I, I sort of disagree with you on this, uh, Mouth, uh, about the toughness. Uh, every, the last few fights the Rangers have, they're all getting beaten up. I mean, Boyle's just a punching bag uh Falk lost the fight. Dawson, who's the resident tough guy, he lost every fight he's had this year. You gotta have somebody up there who's gonna, who's not gonna, you know, just get his pay, uh, face punched in. Well, who are you gonna bring in? I look to me. Uh, I said this a while. Pyatt is just uh, completely useless. The guy is a dreadful player. He has no skills whatsoever. Just bring this, at least Mishanta. He he's, uh, probably has no more skill, but at least he'll, he'll fight. And sooner or later, Macorath is gonna come up. Especially if, if uh, Delzada gets traded, I could see them bringing him up. They probably want to wait till maybe after the Olympics. But you can't have you guys being beaten up all the time. That, that's not good to team morale. That's true. Uh, how is how is Machinter doing in in uh, Hartford? Uh, I mean, look, he's not coming up here to score. He's just coming up here to make sure that people don't get their ass. But even that, he he kind of has a long fuse with that. I mean, last year I remember he came up like nine games. He didn't even have a fight. Like, what are they bringing this guy up? And they say he has kind of a long fuse. I, I agree with you. You don't want to be embarrassed, but how many times are you going to be embarrassed in a fight? I mean, you're playing Boston. Everybody wants to compare themselves to Boston. It's just not the way it happens. It, we don't have that kind of team. You've got to go out a guy who can win fights that's going to protect it, that's going to be good in the locker room. They don't get those guys. They don't have a guy like that. Well, don't have him anywhere. Somebody. Here, listen to this. Uh, McElrath has seven points in 21 games. 
but already in 21 games, already has almost as many penalty minutes as he did last year in 45 games. And he's a plus one. Well, look, he's, he's not going to be a big offensive player. Whatever you get no. offensively, he's, he's there to you know, just clear the crease and beat the crap out of people. That's his job. Right. But I think A.V., what he saw, in, he had a horrible preseason. I think, you know, like you said, if MDZ gets moved, it worries me that he thinks Justin Falk is a better alternative than, than John Moore. Because John Moore can give you offense. He's a good skater, too. And, uh, you know, maybe they – you're right. Maybe they're just desperate for any kind of gritty player. But they got to win a fight, God damn it. they got to win a fight. It's not, it's not necessarily winning a fight. Just you, you can't allow yourself to be, you know, intimidated like that and having guys think that they can just uh, smack you around. At least you got to be oh. – it's got to be a wash. You know, you can't have guys getting their uh, asses kicked all the time. I forgot what game it was. Uh, where the the guy said to the Dorset, he's like, what are you going to do? If they were oh, yeah, it was uh, in like, Vancouver. Sestia. Vancouver, what are you going to do? Yeah, what's his you name? Uh, John Gino. Uh, John Gino. Yeah, who was sitting between the benches. So he could hear, you know, he's right there. He could hear what's going on. You know, when you're down by the ice, you can hear everything these guys say. So, right. Especially when you're between the benches, you hear everything. And then the next thing, Dorset fought that guy. Fought that guy. Who was that guy again? Was that um, the defenseman that dismantled the uh, Bieksa? Boyle, Bieksa. Oh man, he did. I mean, he made Boyle look like a fool. Boyle, a ragdoll. You know, my my kid. Uh, he he came back from California. He was doing uh, some big work out there. So we watched the uh, Bruin game. And, you know, he's talking about uh, Boyle getting beaten up like that. He says, you know, the guy's 6'7". You know, how do you get beat up like that? I say, you know, just you got to know how to fight. You know, the best fighter right. in the history of the NBA was Calvin Murphy, who was one of the smallest players ever, because he knew how to fight. He beat up guys twice his size. I mean, a little Ty Domi. George small. McPay. Yeah, these guys, you know. Look, if I was a pro uh, hockey player, uh even if you know, even if you're a finesse player, you got to learn, like at least how to box and protect yourself. Even though it might be, you know, a couple times in your whole career, you might have to fight. But you know, you got to, especially a big guy like Boyle, you got to know what you're doing out there. You just can't let guys punch you in the face and just, you know, swap <laughs> around. <laughs> I mean, learn learn how to box. Learn how to protect yourself. I don't think he knows how to skate. Remember, he, he's going to skating lessons. They gave him the, the yeah, power you remember that? the power. Barbara Underwood. Uh, he needs to go back. He fights now, like uh, Barbara Underwood. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's just not good. So where, where are you gauging the team now, Stan? I always like to get your opinion on that. What do you, are you probably where I am? Like they're going to be 500 until something happens? Uh, well, I think we'll have a better idea by the end of the month. If they don't, you know, they're 500 at the end of this month, then that's not good. Because they got to pick up, uh, they got to be four or five games over by the end of this month with all their home games and a lot of crappy teams. They got to win these games. I know, or else, you know, there's got to be some kind of changes. And Del Zotto, you either got to play him or trade him. He can't sit in the press box. He's not that kind of a player. So if you're going to, you know, if you're going to trade him and get, then do it. Don't keep dragging this out. It's not also good for team morale. I agree. I just. I don't know uh, what you could get for him. Well, I mean, he's not the kind of guy you're going to trade a, you know, get a third round pick for. That's you can't do that. You got to hold out to him, and do something. Well, maybe we could trade him to Montreal. They'll take him, and we'll get like trade for John one. Scott. You want John Scott back? <laughs> yeah, he played about five minutes when he was here. Yes, he also had a breakaway, which I'll never forget. It was the slowest breakaway I've ever seen. <laughs> and shocker, he missed. Yeah. All right, Stan. Well, thanks for checking in with us. All right, guys. Have a good night. Uh, uh, All right. Yes, have a take, good night. Take care, Stan. Take care. He's already gone. Colonel John Blair, Scott nobody, wasn't a very good man. Nobody sees him leave. Uh, no. No, he wasn't.
You ready will, to talk to He will Costa? stir some shit up. Yeah, let's see What's up, Costa? What up? Be at the airport? No. Oh, okay. I'm on my Bluetooth. No. <laughs> Your Bluetooth? I'm on, I'm on my Bluetooth. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you questions. Yes, sir. No, that's, you always say that. Let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. What's going on, Costa? Are you are you? What do you think about the contract? First of all, uh, it's front loaded. That's uh, that's what uh, kind of expected. It's it's only five five at, at, at year seven. So so hopefully by that time he's still serviceable. If not, then uh, uh, you know we we can you know we got kind of got hold. By then, Camp Talbot will be winning visitors for somebody else. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Roy Erickson has just posted the 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 archive, the lost archive of the John Scott <laughs> breakaway <laughs> in the chat room. That Roy Erickson, you get fan of the week for that one. <laughs> it's like the, take a look at this. Let's take a live like look. Look in it's like the <laughs> three eight two thousand twelve. Sorry, it's like the lost honeymooners. There he goes on a breakaway. Mr. Ned. <laughs> oh my God, how bad was that? Even he Sam Ned. got in on the celebrity. He missed. I don't know how many times that's going to happen for John Scott. Then, of course, what a pass by John Mitchell, Johnny Malkin, as he was known to Justin and the rest of us. So, anyway, Costa, come on, diagnosis murder. Give me your take on the Rangers. Uh, you pretty much, you pretty much echo my, my sentiments. They got to, they, they got to start bringing people up from the A. They can't do any work. And what the, and the people in the A, the kids, I mean, the Danny Crystals, the Oscar Lindbergh, the Jesper Foss, the Merrick, Merrick Rivick, those guys, they can't do any worse than what we got now. That's just me. Also, I I did get a little bit of your take on the uh, the victory over Vancouver and the former coach of the Rangers. What was your reaction to that? I said, fuck that skinny eating motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus Christ, how much time do we have to talk about it? <laughs> He's still pissed at the Rangers beat though. He doesn't even want to talk about it anymore. We housed them, man. We really schooled them. And Kreider with the three goals, the guy that he set up and down like a yo-yo while he was here. The guy who said, oh, he's got to learn to be a pro. Well, he was certainly a pro against you when he got the fucking hat trick. Didn't you say shove it up towards his ass or something like that? Who, me? Yeah, you, you. Who am I talking to? (laughs) All right, you got nothing to add. Get him out of here. Run him. (laughs) <laughs> Anything else, Costa? Uh, what else? Nah. What a waste of a <laughs> Goodbye. Get out of here, you bum. All right, Costa. Take care. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> All right. Great to stay. Total. Take care, Costa. is the number if you want to call in. I believe we have the great Margaret Hurley on hold. You want to talk to Margaret? Yeah, that should cool the next half hour. (laughs) I'm going to be be brief. Uh, I'm happy about the contract with Lundquist. I think that 
rather than looking at it forwardly that he's being overpaid, think of it retroactive pay. The guy has stood on his head for the last eight years. And, the the uh, seven million retroactive wasn't enough. Uh, no, I think in a situation like this, given that I'm old school and I remember what happened probably when you boys were in knee pants uh, with Eddie Jockerman, I think that you take somebody who's going to be a lifetime ranger and you ensure that he's going to be a lifetime ranger. And a lot of people throw up the, oh, well, what about Brian Leach? Well, clearly it's not the same situation. Brian Leach was at the end of his career and there was a fire sale going on. And if Leach had played ball and gone with the program, he probably would have been re-signed by the Rangers, but he got his knickers in a knot and that whole thing. Uh, Don't go there, Margaret. Don't go there. Hey, hey, I can go. I'm old. I can go anywhere I want. That's what I tell my children. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not some spring chicken either, myself, uh, my friend. Let me tell you, did Brian Leach deserve to be called on the road by Brian, uh, by Glenn Sather? Be called on the road on his birthday to tell him he was traded? Does that, does, I mean, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, you've got people out there saying, oh, they could have traded Lundquist and got more assets. Well, you build from the net out. And, and everybody's like, ooh, Count Talbot, oh, he's great, la, 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 la. How many great Gambino. How many, how many games has the kid played? You know, you don't throw away the baby with the bathwater. So I think Lundquist signing is, is, is right. It's a good thing. Let's move forward. The guy is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I agree with you. I agree with you on this. Hall of Fame. He's going to wear. He's going to wear a Ranger jersey in the Hall of Fame, and I only hope for his sake that he does get his name on the Stanley Cup with the Rangers. Not for any other reason. Not for even the the Rangers winning the Stanley Cup, but because his goddamn name is going to go on it. Anybody wants to talk about this with me, I'll meet you out in the street. You got it? Well, I hope the Rangers win a cup soon. Because I only buy a new car every time the Rangers win. And right now I'm driving around in the 1994 Altima. Wow. <laughs> See, I work for AAA. You got AAA. You're all right then. Car breaks down. Don't let it happen on the parkway, though. We won't come and get you there. So anyway, <laughs> long story. <laughs> Why not on story. the parkway? They're not allowed on the parkway. The parkway has separate uh, towing services that will take you off the parkway. And AAA will get you from there. It's New York State law. Somebody's got a contract, in other words, with the state. Exactly. So now we're going forward here, and we're looking at I what's going to happen. Let's not live in the past, gentlemen. Let's let's examine the future here since the king is secured. The so future is we, we have, got no money left. It's not. No, 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 no. There's tons of money. The cap space will come. I'm telling you, don't worry about it. It'll be that. fine. It, it 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 just it just will be fine. I know it will. It'll work out. Um, somebody's saying to me that they don't think that they're going to buy out Richards. I'm going to freaking shoot myself in the head if they don't buy out Richards. Richards has some playing good. What? He's playing good. Playing good. The guy's got cement shoes on. He can't skate. We have a team here with speed, and we got a coach that is putting Richards with speedy guys for what purpose? He can't keep He's a point leader. What? What? He's leading team in points. It doesn't. Well, like you were saying, oh, uh, you you don't you don't have enough. Uh, McDonough scoring all the points, <sighs> and have any secondary scoring from, all right. from the be first team in the league. will be the first team in, in league history to buy out their point leader. I can't wait for that one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and you're talking about, oh, they shouldn't have signed Lundquist for all that money because of his age? How old I didn't is, say uh, that. Jim said it. How old Blame is Methuselah Richards? How old is Methuselah Richards? Is he going to get any faster next year or the year after that or the year after that or the year after that? I don't know. Cut him. Cut him. I don't I care don't if he's care. a point leader. Bring up Christo. I'd rather see him cut freaking Richards and bring up Christo. Uh, anyway. uh, now you talk crazy. Uh, they give... They give they give Bucky uh, honestly, a seven-year deal. Everybody goes ballistic. How can you give a guy seven years when he's thirty-one years old? And they give him, they give they give the shampoo salesman seven years, and everybody's bowing down at the altar. No, 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 no he's no, homegrown. No. He's homegrown. You got him. Oh, Sam Fralunda, Sam. You talk about somebody's best years being behind them. 
His best years many, behind Richards. How many and Stanley got, Cups does uh, Lundquist have uh, compared to Richards? <laughs> yeah, like Richards And he just turned like, heel. Like, Javi Bullen didn't stand on his head and he didn't have to let Cavalier and, and uh, San Luis with him? Come on. Give me a break. There's a much better team there. So I, I can't <laughs> even go into that. Richards has to be bought out. That's where the money is going to come from. And if he isn't bought out, then I'll go back on the picket line to fire Sather. Uh, I'll be there with you. The, the, the money that that's saved from from cutting Bucky is going to have to is just going to cover their own guys. They're going to have to. I'm they, telling, where's the money going to come from for new guys? It'll have to cap, Cap's going to go up. Don't, I'm telling you, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. It's only a million and a half dollars more than what he's been making. So is don't it going worry up about twelve it. million. Uh, no, no, stop. Look, let's move on here, guys. The Lundquist thing is great. I'm happy with it. Good for Sazer. They did the right thing. Blah, blah, blah. Now, December. Uh, we have to play. We have, we have to play, play Buffalo tomorrow. Then we got New Jersey, Washington back-to-back. want to see how this back-to-back is going to work out. I am going to be at the Washington game. Is anybody else going? Uh, I'm only going December 10th. Nashville? Yeah, to play Nashville. Yeah, I'll be okay. there. That'll be the only. You gonna be around? They got Buffalo. We should beat. We should beat Buffalo. We should beat New Jersey. We can beat Washington. We should beat Nashville. We should beat Columbus. We should beat Calgary. Uh, Pittsburgh. Mm, uh, the way the calls have been going in Pittsburgh's favor, and I'll get into that in a little while. Uh, I don't know. And then the Islanders. Uh, so out of those games. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games coming up. They better take. They better take six. at least twelve. They better take yeah, twelve out of those out of those games. Twelve points come out of those games. And then they got mm, Minnesota and Toronto back to back. I don't know. They're winnable. They're winnable. I mean, it's not like they, you know. I'm not really. Those are better teams, but. Right now, in the, the six points in five game scale, they're down. They were minus four. Um, you know, the six points in five games it takes to, uh, six points in five games to make a playoff spot. So right. you do it in segments. Uh, right now, they're minus four on that. Um, I'm going to be in LA uh, for the week before Christmas, and I am contemplating going to see the Ducks play the Oilers on the 15th in, in Anaheim. Because I've already been to the Staples Center, and I need to knock off the uh, the duck pond. Or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a nice area. It should be good. And uh, you can watch Anaheim trounce the Edmonton Oilers with that great Dallas Eakins. Oh, well, you, know get... you know what else happened? They just acquired Bruce Gullivan, and he's hurt. Yeah, he got hurt the other night. I saw Dubnik came in. Yeah, well, anyway, yeah. going back to the, the schedule up to and including the Islander game on the 20th, They've got to take. Uh, they got to take twelve points out of those eight games. They have to. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's. I think it's a big point. You know, it's it's a big stretch there, and they've got to. Uh, they've got to end this. You know, end this month strong. Yeah, they do, and, and it's imminently doable. But you know, getting back to what I was saying about Pittsburgh, uh, I just have to bitch. I know you guys are not going to like this when I say this. But I happened to be gazing on the Island of Pittsburgh game last night, and I will root for any team. I will root, root for a Rasputin's team if they're playing against Pittsburgh. Team Al-Qaeda? Would you root I, for team? I, I, exactly, exactly. I'll, 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 root, I'll root for, you know, uh, the uh, Afghanistani national team. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Isn't there, isn't there any kind of... Hockey Fan Complaint Review Board about officiating, because I'm telling you, I'm so sick and tired of seeing every freaking team in the league get jobs for those son of a bitches from Pittsburgh. I am tired of it. If I was an Islander fan, I would have I waited for those fucking refs outside of the arena, and I would have strung them up on Hempstead Turnpike. It's a disgrace. They always have to give the game to Pittsburgh. And it's not a question of penalties, although penalties were called against Islanders, and there were a gazillion, a gazillion that were let go. There was one sequence in the game where Tavares was getting
getting his feet knocked out from under him. Cross check. The referee, there was three penalties blatantly committed, and the referee's standing right there, and there's no call. And I'm like, come on, what are we doing? You're telling us we're stupid. You're insulting our intelligence with these clowns. Why isn't there some way that, that the fans, not the owners or the, the, the players or the, the coaches, but the fans can say, enough of this bullshit. I'm tired of it. That's my rant. Oh, I agree with you. Pittsburgh's been getting away with a lot of shit for a lot of years. And it's just getting, until this guy is gone. I don't understand how how they can be so blatant about it. It's, and nobody's They're in love with them. Nobody's ever called on the carpet. And it is like and this morning I go on and I I have XM in my car so I can listen to the NHL channel news and all these freaking guys on these shows, uh, hockey this morning, those two clowns, all I do is fillet Crosby. And I'm sick of it. I turn the guy They love them. Oh I I I just can't take it anymore. I just can't take it. Because he's Canadian, he's that, uh, you know, he won the Olympics for them. They love him. They all, they're all over him. They all got dribbled down their chin. And and you know something, when when we complain about it, when it happens, when the Rangers are playing Pittsburgh, oh, stop whining. Oh, they should have won the game on their own right and blah, 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 blah. No, you watch every team that those, Bums go in and play against. It's like it's like watching New Jersey in the early 2000s. So anyway, that right. was my rant. But uh, I'm happy about the signing. I think anybody who who thinks it's bad needs to rethink that idea. Um, Lundqvist should retire a Ranger. For once, the freaking Rangers uh, organization did the right thing. And I'm happy about it. And uh, anybody who doesn't agree, agree with me can just go to hell. I don't care. Well, hopefully, you know, Hank didn't say it was bothering him, but maybe it was. Now that's all behind him, maybe he'll get back to, you know, playing like the the god that he is. Well, you know something? I was listening to an interview that Marty Baron was doing this afternoon with uh, some clown on the NHL and on the Phil Esposito show. And Veron uh-huh. called in, and, and he was even saying that, you know, that was probably at the back of his mind because he remembered when he was playing for Veron was playing for Philadelphia, that it was his contract year, and it was something that, you know, he was always thinking about. Um, because mm-hmm. when you think when you think about it, these people have families, they have children, et cetera, and they're thinking about well, where are they going to go next? You know, like what what's going to happen? There's a lot more than it's a lot more than just the, the player. Other people are impacted by the decision and what's going to happen, et cetera, et cetera. So Baran even thinks that, you know, it could have been on the back of his mind. And then one very important thing that all of the naysayers on the Lundquist contract have been, uh, uh, you know, bringing up about his goals against average is so bad. And like uh, James was saying at the beginning, he's, what, 8 and 11. You have to take those two games uh, that they played at the beginning of the season, and just give him a freaking mulligan on them, you know? I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, that's what he said. He said the same thing. He said, if you take out those games, my numbers are, are pretty much in line with what I do. And, you know, he just says he's got, he's got to improve. But he says he's not panicking, so why should we? I think the yeah, only name say is really is Jim, uh, and I think he's doing it more for effect. Than yeah, well, I'm going to have to tell him I'm just going to have to beat him up the next time I see him, all right? Okay. <laughs> All right, Ma- uh, the great Margaret Bye-bye. Hurley. Take care, Margaret. Bye. Good night. Bye-bye. Thank- Thanks for making it brief. <laughs> yeah, it was a brief phone call. It was three days. I need to shave. We've been on here so long. <laughs> well, she's very informed and she's very passionate, and that's what we're all about here at the Underground. Uh, you know, listen, I, I, I think Hank deserves it. He just, you know, listen, the only gripe I think you have and we have is that this guy is not Teflon. When he's not playing well, he's going to be called to the carpet. This is what we do. And this is what we were, you know, doesn't mean I dislike the guy and I don't honor what he did before. But when he's playing bad or he's playing subpar, we're just going to tell, we're going to talk about it. If he can't handle it and you don't like all this, negative stuff, then leave our Facebook group of over a 1,000 people. I don't give a shit. Don't be talking about us on other groups. 
A root for Falunda. A root for Falunda. I had to get out of that group. I had to get out of that group. It was too negative. Well, it is getting too negative with Frankie in there talking about... Oh, stall stinks. Stall stinks. Yeah. Meanwhile, his boy is minus nine. Yeah. Anyway. Guys, gals, I love you all, Ranger fans. You know, it's going to be a hard, uh, it's going to be a hard road to hoe coming up. But uh, I think we can do it. Uh, just got to get some consistency. They got to come away with a winning streak here. They got to establish themselves at home, Jim. Yep. I Jeff, I agree. Couldn't agree with you more. These are very important right. stretch of games here. Uh, the so guys, the, uh, the eight and a half million dollar man needs to play a couple of games over five hundred here. Oh God, he just had to get it in. Maybe earn a couple of bucks. I'm just glad. You know, I'm glad he got his big his his last big contract. Uh, you know, he was, I mean, he's literally, these last five, six years, he's been working for, for practically for free. I mean, you know. Uh, so. You know, you just like the Iron Sheik coming in and, and just waving the Iran flag. <laughs> that, that's horrible. Back in the day. That's horrible. Hey, I, always, I never liked the Iron Sheik. Really? No, I never liked he's him. Like, he's not even, he was like... I don't know. He was like he wasn't even Iranian or then when we fought with Iraq, I think he came from Iraq. They changed his whole thing, his right. whole background right. story. Right. Uh, but but um, I guess my last thing was I want to say is that Margaret Hurley would rather root for the Pakistani pirates than the Penguins. Apparently, they'll off the team. They'll gotta go. I love it. All right, boys and girls, take care. Boucher on the ground radio, baby. Another one in the books. See you next week. Good, everybody.